I send you. Jesus, we hear today, who is the second person of the Trinity, God for all eternity, is is sent by the Father to reveal the Father's love and, and to reconcile all his children to himself through the forgiveness of sins. So, what does Jesus do? Jesus, who's sent by the Father, calls forth many disciples and then sends out the twelve apostles. And it's just an interesting plan that I think if the ball was in Jesus' hands, that would be the best, right? Like, Jesus, you're God. Why don't you just go out and call all people? You know the truth better. But Jesus... God has a different plan, that instead of him doing everything, he would rather do everything in us. That he wants to give us his spirit, that he might dwell within us, and then every one of us would be sent out. That we we share in his mission, we share in what he's doing by his spirit. This is something that's exciting, overwhelming, humbling. It's like, say it's the end of the basketball game, and then rather than the coach giving the ball to Devin Booker, or to Jesus, <laughs> gives the ball to you and I. But, but isn't, it, isn't it interesting that there's, there's something within us that wants the ball? Isn't that what we practice? You know, three, two, one, you know? You stand at the plate and you're like, bottom of the ninth, two outs. There's something within us that wants the ball when it counts. That that we want to be in the game. Yeah, it's scary, it's overwhelming, it's daunting. But God made us for this. He made us to not want to sit on the sidelines, to sit on the end of the bench, but to get in the game. That he chooses to involve us. But, but when he sends us, when he includes us, he, he doesn't have us do it alone, but, but he does it with us. That we are never alone. John 16, 32, but I'm not alone. The Father's with me. That you and I can say, the Father's with me. Jesus is with me. The Holy Spirit is with me. But I still recognize I'm not Devin Booker. So, um, (laughs) but it's okay because St. Paul tells us in our second reading, what does he say? He said, there's different kinds of spiritual gifts. There's, There's different gifts, but the same Spirit. There's different forms of service but the same Lord. There's different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. That it's the same Holy Spirit in you and I. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, they're one body, so also Christ. That because of our baptism, because we have the same divine spirit within us, it it unites us. And, and actually, you and I, we have a, an important role to play. 
that elsewhere St. Paul talks about, you know, can, can the hand say to the foot, you know, I do not belong? You know, how good would a, a basketball player be without a, a big toe? He actually couldn't jump. That God has a plan, one, one plan, one, one spirit, one uniting presence the divine, to save the world, and he wants you and I to be part of it. But, but, but I don't have to, like, figure it out. I just have to, my invitation is to cooperate, to let the quarterback, let the coach, but, but even more than that, let, let the Holy Spirit within me move me, that I can, I can choose to let him work, to send me out. How do I do that? We're giving little pieces here today. You know, in the first reading, it says they were all together in one place, that the church was unified. That by, by staying with the church, we can be guaranteed that the Holy Spirit is with us. The same Holy Spirit that Christ entrusted to his church 2,000 years ago, the same Holy Spirit that, that wrote the scriptures, is the same Holy Spirit that continues to interpret and understand the scriptures and, and, to, and to lead the church today. In the gospel, Jesus gives the Holy Spirit, which, is, which gives the forgiveness of sins, that by, by living in a state of grace, that, that our, our harmony with God is fostered, that, that we can recognize and follow his peace. And this is one thing, too, that, yeah, there's a lot of people in the world, and a lot of people are listening to different voices, but the same God desires all people to be united in him. The same God desires that everybody experience his peace. I, for me, peace, Jesus says it twice today, so it's probably important. Peace be with you. That peace for me is when I, when I know that God is with me, and, and I know that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, that's, that's part of it, that's one. And two, when I, when I know that it's going to be okay, that's what gives me peace. That for me, God is peace. That I know he's with me. I know that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I know that it's going to be okay. And if I think if we're honest with ourselves, when, when our peace is stolen, it's because one of those pieces is missing. That, uh, that if, I'm, if I'm not feeling peace then I, I may not have a sense of God with me. I, I don't know where God's at. I don't know what's going on. Or that I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I feel like I should be over there. I should, like something should be different. It shouldn't be this way. College students, we, you feel this sometimes. I'm, I'm supposed to be in relationship with that person, and I'm not. And it steals my peace. Or the last part that I don't know that it's all going to be okay. Like, I have to do this thing, and I don't know, or I see my family, I see my future, and it's dark. It's like that for all of us, right? That I, and, and I don't know that it's going to be okay. Peace is all right. God's with me. God absolutely is with me, guaranteed. That I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, that's also a guarantee. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. And that it's going to be okay, yes, because God works all things for good. 
And so knowing that and then walking in that peace, allowing, all right, God, I give you permission to move me according to your will. That, that God's ability to work is not based on our ability or even our age, our skill level, but it's based on my willingness, my, my openness to cooperate, my, the, the, the choice I make to let him work in me. And I want to give a couple of examples. These are some young people. Because sometimes we might say, well, I, I don't know scripture like the other person. I'm so young. Well, here's some, here's some young examples. St. Maria Goretti, she chose to live purely. That when she was faced with lust, she said no. She fought for her purity and entered heaven with the crown of martyrdom at the age of 11. St. Dominic Savio he died at the age, the young age of 14, and he said, I would rather die than sin. Sin is death. But he's like, I would rather die than sin. I'm not going to sin. You can't make me turn away from God. God is life, like, at the age of 14. Blessed Chiara Badano, she had cancer, and she offered it to Jesus. Even when her, when her hair was falling out, she would take handfuls of her hair, and she would say, for you, Jesus... Like everything for you. And she had so much joy, even as she died at the age of 18. St. Joan of Arc, we know this famous saint. She was a woman of courage and faith. She led the military, all this. She died at age 19. You, you, you know her story. You're like, wow, she was remarkable. And she died? She did all that before age 19? Like, what am I doing with my life? You know, like we, like we can do it. With the Holy Spirit. St. Aloysius Gonzaga, he was known for his purity and charity. He died at the age of 23, caring for victims of a different pandemic. And more recently, blessed Carlo Acutis, who was a young computer programmer who used technology to share the gospel. He developed a website that had all these Eucharistic miracles. And he died, I believe, it was in 2006 at the young age of 15. We call him blessed. That it's not about our ability. It's not about our age. It's am I willing to let God work in with and through me? And he, he doesn't have us do it alone. What does he do? He gives us the gift of his spirit. Do you remember the gifts of the spirit from confirmation? I should be able to call on you. I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> here's how I remember. I remember... Um, you always try to find like an acronym or something. This is the best I could come up with, so if you have a better idea, let me know. Um, Wook Puff. That's the best I could come up with. The gifts of the Spirit, right? This is Isaiah 11, 1 and 2. Do you remember them? Wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. Wook Puff. I'll say them again. Um, Wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. Why, how are those helpful? One of the things nowadays, in the face of anxiety, in the face of so many unknowns, we can be uh, moved in action. There's a lot of, some people, we call, call it tunes, we might call it laziness or sloth. That, um, but but uh, fortitude is courage. doesn't mean there's no obstacles. It's moving forward in spite of obstacles. 
It's being able to, to persevere. Piety, being able to have a, a spirit of prayer, having a spirit of reflection, even in a world full of noise. Fear of the Lord is to love God above all things. To love God first, more than what my friends say, or, or even my family members. That I want to listen to God first. And so if you've been confirmed, you've, you've been given these gifts. And so this is the day when we're reminded of what we've been given. And we can call on God to stir that up. God, I could use a little courage. I could use some fortitude in my life. I could use maybe some more peace and prayer. And we can call on it, as St. Paul says, to stir into flame uh, the gift we've been given. And so where are we willing to be sent? I, there, there are graduates from NAU, your classmates, who are missionaries on other campuses. Not everybody's called to that, but some are. You have graduates from here who are in the seminary. Some are called to that, not all. But perhaps right now, and actually I will say yes right now, that the people with whom you're living, God's sending you. That the family in which you have found yourself, that's, yeah, not as perfect as that other family that you think is so great, but it's the family to which God has sent you. Do I recognize that? Am I willing to cooperate with that? And so today we, we pray that God would stir up the spirit given to us in baptism and confirmation, that he would pour forth a new Pentecost in our church in our community, and in me. As I give him permission to send me out, knowing that he'll be with me every step of the way.